Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. Hello, Happy New Year's, everybody. This is Deacon Jacob with everybody. Everybody. Here we everybody are. in the world. I thought you were going to say Happy Holidays. Happy like, Holidays. Oh, you know happy how New to Year. say Seasons, greetings. You know how to say uh, everybody in French? Omnia. No. Tout. Tout le monde. Tout le monde. The whole world. The whole world. Tout le monde. But that's how you say everyone. This episode, tout le monde. Tout le monde. So we are here at uh, our companion's house. The breakfast nook. All four of us in the breakfast nook recording a special New Year's edition Catholic stuff. That's right. That's right. We're, uh, Jacob's going to take the lead here today, and he's got these mystery cards on the... Uh, I'm channeling so this, is a, this is a New Year's episode, this is a New Year's rather episode. than this isn't a post-Christmas or Villa no, episode. This, well, we can talk about both of those, but this is coming out this four days New after New Year's. Which is our uh, 14th anniversary. Okay. That's right. Is it J10, January 10th? January, oh, 10th. January 2010. That's part of what we're doing right here, too. So this is yeah, kind of anniversary. We're making wow. it up as we go. I was writing out these questions. Well, this is awesome. Turned. 2024, 2024 years after the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Isn't it? Do you know the first <laughs> podcast 14 years ago? First two? Stylites. And then? Wow. Um, Good memory. Don't remember. I don't Tetragrammaton. 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 <laughs> we did an updating of that. Yeah. I'm reading a book right now that's a tetralogy. And somebody's oh. like, that doesn't make any sense. And I was like, I think that's four, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a, it's an ex- it's a tri- trilogy with four? It's a trilogy of four. What's the, what's the two? A biology? A, yeah. a sequel? <laughs> oh, you're that's you're, not that's biology. Oh, that's man. like borderline dad jokes. John, there. you know that's not true. <laughs> yeah. So. Wow, okay. I went down uh, that line yeah, and then down you the just put hole. a halt to that train. <laughs> We all we used up all the good banter before because, as you know, we just press play on these things. But we it was pretty random. We were we talking about wingding, wingding. Father Mike wing asked me socks. If, I, if I would take the challenge of writing my thesis or dissertation in emojis, in emojis or wingdings. And the the pass fail is if he could understand it at all. Yeah. So wingdings. If my, I don't, my good friend Garrett Cook, he has a tattoo in wingdings over his heart that spells. Jesus. Love. Jesus. In, oh, I remember. I saw yeah. that. We biked with him. In That's Winding. Right. Yeah. It's in Winding. He's like, I want something really like niche-like that no one else has, so I'm going to get a tattoo in Wingdings. Yeah. He's like, also a School of Minds engineer, <laughs> if that tells you anything. Chinese or Japanese he? characters. Uh, see you, Boulder. But yeah, he is an engineer. Engineer, anyway. Yeah. Is it actually a language? Wingdings? Yeah. Um, like, I would say no. Okay. So Was just, it just an arbitrary characters on the keyboard that somehow match to the letter? No, if you think yeah, about think it... So. The, uh, it's like squares and triangles. Phoenician alphabet that we use is arbitrary itself. It's just a bunch of lines that we've agreed should make those sounds. Well, yeah, arbitrary. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, sounds like nominalism. <laughs> All of a sudden, we're slipping no, off the metaphysical cliff here. But no, no, are, no. Words are like that. We symbolic. had to come up with symbols. You could use any symbol. Right. The human as being as we thinks symbolically, yeah. I, I I'll it. understand. I'm it. with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Whatever, John. Jack Derrida this morning. P- p- pushing back, man. You're getting <laughs> defensive. Jack about Derrida. Well, I'm just saying what I was thinking. <laughs> are you a nominist? Nominist. Are you, a no- are you ca- accusing me of being a nominist? <laughs> what did you? You just said words don't. These are. It's arbitrary. Things uh, don't. No. That's what William of Ockham would say. Not arbitrary. The symbols but themselves. The, we, the creation not of the them, things. They do have a one-to-one equivalent. Thank so you. So the stenographer, they created the language that's just kind of symbols that hit the. Uh, I think the. Mm-hmm. 
or the phonetic sounds like vowels and lists of letters together. Right. And so they could type it faster or write it faster than writing out the Greek alphabet. Do you so, do an inventory mm-hmm. on the uh, Garrett Cook's uh, marriage prep like tattoos? Have you guys discussed we all not. of his tattoos? And we that's not. not in the uh, focus inventory, I don't think. It's yeah. not, but it should be. Uh, I'm okay with my future spouse's tattoos. That's right. Yes uh, or fe- no? February 10th, they're getting married, I believe. <laughs> oh, man. It's Is that a up. condition? Say this. Say, say she, um, she says, he says, I will marry you, but you have to change that tattoo that says, um, I don't know, Julie <laughs> to... Uh, to Jewelry. Julian calendar or something, <laughs> you have to change it so that it, it, you know it doesn't remind me of your old girlfriend. I mean, isn't that what happens when and you then, join the convent? And then he says, "That is, he says, yeah, I yeah, I'll change it. it. Okay, I'll change it for you." And then he doesn't do it. Is that grounds for an annulment? Because it's a condition. <laughs> yeah, I think he was not free to marry. All right, you're gonna take. Man, what <laughs> what, a, what a dive <laughs> we took? Well, Wing I want to. I want to look back. I want to look back at uh, Catholic stuff a little bit. Um, this year, we can go back in the archives. I've actually got the archives pulled up because I was. Yeah, just, I was looking. I, was at just that. I thought you had windings pulled up. Was there Tetragrammaton for a the second one? I should um, qualify. I think it was. I wonder what else is down. We there. have first stylites. Seven minutes. Number two, indulgences. Oh, okay. Number yeah. three, prayer, contemplation, and liturgy. Number four, Tetragrammaton. Oh, it's fitting. Number four. It is fitting. And then this La Grande like, Chartreuse. Yeah. Oh man, Sean, you're on, baby. Yeah, Sean. Followed is by just very clever today. Eutropalia and the Rhesus Pascalis. That was a good one. That was that, good was, uh, that was the 2010 episode. I remember. I, I remember recording those. Yeah. I remember being sitting in the studio with you. Yeah. Actually talking about. Maybe I was just really excited about it. Didn't you record in the attic up here? We at one point did. The original studio was, was in the bowels of the seminary. The basement, the catacombs. Well, don't make it sound like bowels. Uh, that's where my <laughs> office is now. Right, it is where your office <laughs> my, is now. My office but it's is much, literally. It's in that much same more spot. of a dungeon back in the day. Now it's been renovated. It looks a lot nicer. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It is. It's a nice office. Thank you, Father yeah. Leonard. So I just want to pull up a couple of. Uh, what was the name of the? Sorry, the, oh, what was the ahead. name of our patron that Father Randy gave to the? Was it Randy? Somebody gave. Must it? Or Randy Eugelius or something like okay. that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was it started with an R. Yeah, it might have. Rugelius. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I just wanted to pull up a couple random episodes from the past. So I want Father John to give me a year between 2010 and 2024. Uh, 2016. All right. Father Mike, give me a month. Um, I would say August. And Father Sean, pick a number between one and twenty, or one and four. Two. Sunday Prep and Propel by Father Michael Laughlin and Father Nathan <laughs> Goebel. <laughs> I don't think I ever listened to that Shout out to one. the old guys. We um, were in... Subtitle, Bless Yourself. We were here. We were back, probably, for a summer, because we were in Rome. For this episode? 2016, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, the next one was uh, Father Mike Rapp and Father Michael Laughlin, The Art of Priesting. Oh, 2016. see, I'm now I'm curious. Obviously, I don't remember so many any <laughs> of what was what was said. I do know, like we asked um, Chat GPT. You know, Chat GPT. We asked Chat GPT, "What is Catholic stuff you should know?" And it told us this is a, a podcast started in um, 2000. What was it? 10. 10. 10 by Father John Neppel and Father Michael O'Loughlin. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Chat no. GPT. Pretty, I'm surprised it didn't good. say pretty Larkin. Close. 
<laughs> yeah, Father Brian Larkin. Father Brian Larkin. Um, I uh, Ola was on the podcast for four years. And that's and when you guys were We around, completely right? missed each other. Yeah. Oh, really? You never recorded with We him. recorded every once in a while, but right. it, it was the years that I was Rome, and then I moved back, and I believe in 2019 he moved to L.A. Wow. It was yep. super oh. good to see him. He came by uh, Villa for one evening. Yeah, that was uh, random. You, you missed him then, too, because you were... Oh, uh, dang. Yeah, that was the That's first classic <laughs> Olo. He just shows up <laughs> randomly. All right, so Tim Danaher, another shout-out. Father Tim uh, came through town a couple weeks ago, and uh, he told me there's four kinds of Dominicans. <laughs> You're going to hate this because it's categories. I know. But I have to I share it because I think it's some of it, but Because Olo is a wizard. Mm. You know. Well, you got to give the categories. Robots. Yeah. Wizards. Cowboys. And gentlemen. Yeah. 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 When Father Thermos came in uh, to dinner <clears throat> last night, everyone starts shouting, wizard. Wizard, wizard. And I thought, what? I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I didn't know that was his nickname. And I bet that makes him feel uncomfortable. Probably. Uh, we had two of the, oh, wait, wait. Okay, so I two didn't of the wanna... four tables were discussing this at that dinner. I know, I know. I, okay, so I, I don't want to go into it because I know that drives you insane. Um, but I thought that was a very, very Talk, Talking thing. about do arbitrary. They, it's an arbitrary assignment. Yeah, do they totally arbitrary? Do they correspond do. with the uh, temperament? Not at all. It's up no. to your own, own interpretation. <laughs> Does someone else identify you, or do you self-identify? Either way, as a cowboy, it's all about dinner, a robot. Dinner, what is it? Zombie what started, discussion. What started the conversation? <laughs> I think that the East Coast Dominicans—that's very because, like, I just think that's really a very funny way of thinking about. Because Licky is a gentleman. He is a gentleman, totally. And uh, Tim is definitely a cowboy. And Tim is a cowboy. And Tim says, "I like the, then, I like the Denver companions because you guys are all cowboys. And cowboys uh, like wizards because Gronsky was a wizard." Why do you have to fit into the four? <laughs> Can't you just be a cowboy Casey, or a wizard? You're definitely a robot for sure. Cowboys? Isn't that fitting into one of the four? Mike's a no, robot? No, I, 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 he's that not was a robot. joke. That was a joke. He's the least, robot. least I don't robotic know. human on the planet. Mike's, Mike's a wizarding cowboy. Wizarding. Cowboy? Did we, is that what we said? Yeah, I think you're a mix. The, uh, I don't know. I love this stuff. <laughs> I could talk about this stuff all night. <laughs> but the, uh, they have cowboys who ski behind um, horse-drawn carriages and steamboat. Oh, that's, that's right. That? They do, yeah. Steamboat got like With 17 chaps. inches of powder on Christmas Eve. The champagne powder. I got a, I got a video of Robitaille oh, crushing no it, and I was like, oh. We got to get icon <gasps> passes next year. I never got back to Greg Creed. That's okay. He's oh. probably expecting you not to come. He's probably up there. Well, yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. Great guy. He's a great good skier. Guess. You've skied with him. He is a great skier. Oh, man. A lot of fun. Yeah. And he I would. appreciate that he's, he's still inviting me to come up. I know. It was great. This is 20 years later. Good dude. He would I'm going to get some Japan. coffee. Talk in amongst Japan. yourself. <laughs> yeah. In Japan. He would talk about that, yeah. Will you get me a little coffee, too? What do you? What do they call it? Nagasaki? What's the name of the... Mount Fuji. Fuji. Mount Fuji. Fuji. Mount Fuji. The volcano. I'm going to shout out... Well, while you're getting coffee, we're talking Japan now. I'm going to shout out uh, Father Ryan O'Neill, because he got me into Japanese culture. And I just saw the new Godzilla movie, Godzilla Minus One, which I've talked, I think, most of you guys' ears off. I love that one. Okay. And I just saw the new Hiyoma Miyazaki uh film you did the boy and the heron nice um which i guess was a, a bad translation of the title for the english it was actually how do you live hmm. and it was a kind of it's that's just, a really bad translation yeah yeah, yeah. well because the, the, they just the english it. translation is like oh what's in the movie a boy and a heron there's the title well titles of the movie are arbitrary <laughs> anyways right it's um, just but that you know transition mode back into how do you live uh, I find it very fascinating listening to people. I, we talked about this in one episode. I can't remember which one, but listening to people who are aging and nearing death yeah. and hearing them talk about life is just 
profound for me. How do you live? And he's kind of reflecting back on his own uh, career as, a, as an artist, as an animator, um, but he's talking about how do you live? How do you live creating a world? How do you live receiving a world? Um, very, I mean, it's, it's Japanese. It's not Christian uh, worldview. It's kind of a Taoist, um, I think, worldview. But, yeah. but I thought that was really interesting. Um, but how do you live? Thank you. Brings me to, uh, I guess, our, our topic for today is more of just a review of the year and a review of life. So I reached out to a handful of my friends who are also listeners for just some questions that they had uh, about us, about the podcast. When you say a handful of your friends, do you mean Mary Machado? <laughs> yeah. Actually, she's going to kill me because I didn't ask her at all. So <laughs> oh, apologize, Can Mom. Can you actually fit them um, in your hand? <laughs> as long as it's These not John Paul no. Chevalier, then. Um, no, but that'll probably get back to him now. Good. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the So you're not going to name anyone? No, no. We might at the end. Um, but just one of the basic questions people want to know was, you look back at your year, what were highlights? And what were kind of like uh, letdowns of the year? So I don't know if we all just want to go around one or two highlights, and maybe maybe a letdown hmm. or a, a sadness. I'll start with a highlight. Uh, it involves Shiny Boy. Uh, we've been working at uh, Summit and all the 14ers for a lot of years. I think it was 13 years since I said my first mass on a 14er. Crazy. Uh, almost 13 years, 12 and a half. And uh, at that time, started uh, just climbing them all and saying mass on them all and uh shawnee and i uh finished on i think we talked about october 2nd but that was just like a really that was a really beautiful moment one of my favorites we've had some great great memories over the years but that was definitely one one of the least favorite moments of the year was climbing uh the wrong crest stone yes (laughs) i said mass there's two two crest stones there's the crest i didn't hear this and the crest stone needle so sean and i are chipping away at the last few and the whole plan is to finish this fall get all the way up there and you've done it, so you know it's mm-hmm. it is a slog. It's a slog yeah. You got to get all the way up to the uh, South Colony Lakes, and then you got to go up over Broken Hand Pass, and then and then you start to climb the the peaks. And there's a ridge between them. We did the ridge. I was with Casey Van Pelt, and I could have swore that I had previously done mass on the Crestone Needle. No, on the Crestone Peak. Peak. Yeah. I still get them wrong, and uh, sure enough, did the wrong one. Climbed all the way down, and then had that gut feeling, and I called <laughs> you, and I was like, "Hey, uh, which one did we do? Like 2015?" You're like. The needle. And I was like, no, 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 that can't be right. And you sent a photo. <laughs> and the photo, you can identify you locations. Can and it. I was like, you got to be kidding me. So I had to go all the way back up there again. But it's an excuse to climb another mountain. So, <laughs> Father Mike, highlight. Well, I've got several. I, I made that 30-day retreat, Ignatian Exercises. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. Um, there was uh, my sister's wedding. We, we buried my grandma, which is kind of bittersweet, I think, um, Losing her, of course, uh, that was last year, but just kind of getting together to mourn is a sad occasion, but then, you know, sending her off into the the next life is a beautiful thing. So I don't know whether to call that the low or a high or just a, an event, an important event. Um, what else can I say? I lost a lot of tennis to Father John James. <laughs> and that's a bummer. Uh, I tried to t- try this triathlon and didn't didn't finish the running or didn't run. Um, and that was kind of a bummer to me. But it was great training and fun fun event. Um, I don't know, a lot of friendship, a lot of we had a great uh, summer conference as companions. Mm-hmm. Uh, skiing, cruising teaching is great and uh the ordinations you know see the guys getting getting closer so yeah all good things 
I mean, yeah. I don't know it about Lowe's. Lowe's we'll to me we'll come we'll back. Lowe's to me come every morning when I have to wake <laughs> up and get up. How's that? That's what coffee is for. Yep. <clears throat> Father Sean, highlight. Highlight. Uh, finishing the 14 years was a great, great um, highlight for me as well. Um, that was really exciting. Uh, finishing 12 of 12 century rides this year. Yeah, uh, one century ride a month uh, was was awesome. Um, yeah, I would agree. There's there's a lot of highlights. Beating Father John up. Um, uh, Wolf Creek Pass was definitely a highlight. Yeah, there you go. That was the low, uh, the absolute <laughs> low of the summer. I got smoked. Well, Father Jason once took me at the end. So yeah, um, I where bury, does I, this bury, I suppressed that in my memory. <laughs> <laughs> where does this contest stand with the the climbs? Yeah, where does it stand, Sean? I'm, oh, Sean's. I'm doing, doing some doing training it. right now. I was I had to build a base this past year. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> Twelve hundred okay. miles. Century rides. Um, where does it stand? It stands with, uh, yeah. Father John still has, I think, eight of the eight or seven of the eight. I don't even know if I have one, and I got to get seven of the eight. So I got some work to do the next two summers. He seems so nonchalant about it. I'm phlegmatic. Feigned nonchalant. He's just. There's a great story. Is anybody ever chalant? (laughs) Chalant? You're kind of chalanting. (laughs) Nonchalant. I can get Um, chalant. I'm, I would thinking say that, of, I'm thinking of, sorry, that one of the Polito nieces uh, has uh, a little um, speech impediment, and, and there was a painting contest, and Andrea had to decide who's the who's the best. And she goes, I like them all. They're all equal. And she goes, they're all winners, and they're all losers. <laughs> you have to choose. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking. They're all winners, and they're all losers, they're Sean. Winners and losers. Um, yeah, I would say those are the highlights. Lowlights, um, do you want to circle back on those? or? Yeah, we can come back at the end. All right. And on a low note, that's always a good way. <laughs> You know, <laughs> wait. Why are we circling back? You can't because that's what you there. said. I don't know. Low, low light. Circle back. Did I? Circle back. That's. I was. Right, I'll give you. I'll give you two low <laughs> That's a Jacob Machado. Guys, guys at the back. seminary were giving me grief. So we're going to circle weeks back ago. on this. Well, it basically means and now. Guys are going to find out. It's like I don't find this terribly important. <laughs> and if it is that important, we'll face it in a week from now. And if it's not that important, it'll die. Which so is we're gonna, usually what happens. We're going to circle that's back to this. I, yeah, that's a punt. <laughs> I told you that's what my Irish rector, he says, right? Whenever I'm talking about something he doesn't want to talk about, he goes, yeah, 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 we'll take a look at that. <laughs> you want an espresso? <laughs> that's always the I, sign. It's like... I've been offered two espressos. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the sign. Uh, well, my highlight was being ordained a deacon. Yes. And uh, second highlight was probably doing World Youth Day with Sean mm. and the crew from Lourdes. Uh, was... Was that was a great awesome. trip. So, um, and we're gonna circle back to low lights. I was. I, I would also throw in there. I was really grateful to do the Grand Traverse uh, with um, my friend Thomas Byer, who uh, there was a whole podcast on this. So everybody knows. Uh, but that was like just a very powerful. This is an extremely difficult thing and very powerful kind of mm. bonding you to a, a brother now for the rest of uh, life. And then also grateful for the book that it came out. So yeah, right. Thank you to Perry Caruso's academic who saved it. Yeah, that's another another highlight. You published a book. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's big. Yeah, that was fun. Talked about that enough. Uh, another highlight, Father Mike. <laughs> Father Mike on the let's same circle back on the that. same no, level. Let's circle back, back in a year. I'm, I'm putting yeah. this on the same level of publishing the book. Father Mike reseeded the backyard of the Companions House, and we have grass now. That was so. yeah. Which, that was resurrection. <laughs> By the way, did you recognize your wetsuit has been out there for like two months still? <laughs> Why do you got to bring that up right now? That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. I did know that. Isn't that crazy how lazy I am? That's right. I go out to my car every day and I say, I should move that wetsuit. That's a long time. There's things in my house. That's that's shalanting right there. 
Oh, boy. Because you're not nonchalant. You're just chalant. I live chalant. Right. Yeah, thanks for telling the whole world. Hey, I'm sorry. My greetings, house greetings looks exactly my, the same way. I got uh. a text from Meg Scheidt, who was uh, Hannah's best friend, our, our next door neighbor growing up. Um, and she's a, a wonderful, uh, wonderful young woman. I think of her as a kid still. But anyway, she texted me from Washington, D.C. She said she's hanging out with some youth disciples, youth apostles, and, oh, they know you and everything. And, and I was embarrassed because I, I forget that people hear this so i'm now kind of conscious of the fact that we have a broad audience that you have embarrassed me in front of low light of my year 2023 ending with a bang i'm gonna put that in your bed oh no that's That's a soggy wetsuit (laughs) all right well uh we're gonna we're gonna move to a little bit of a, a game uh not really a game but father father uh john for our finals we walk into his his office and he just has six or eight uh, note cards turned upside down oh, that have the topics. It. And he pulls them up. You, you pick one, you pull it up, and that's what you got to teach on for the next five minutes. Um, this isn't quite like that, but we're doing the same thing. We're going to randomly pull some questions. Uh-oh. There's, uh, there's not really any gotcha questions, I don't think. But some are about your life. Some are about the podcast. Uh, and I don't think we have time to cover them all. So we're just going to kind of pull a couple random ones. And uh, so you do you answer it individually, answer it individually. And then obviously we can talk. You know, around human it. beings are very interesting because I've sat through hundreds of these oral exams. Yeah. I just had 40 two weeks ago. Yeah. They're all 10 minutes long. I would say three fourths of the time they choose the same card. No way. The same spot. It's insane. Yeah. It's like do a, you mix up the cards then. I have to. Yeah. It's crazy. Which one That's is it? Wild. Is it far right? right here? Far right. Left. Oh, middle. But not at the top. Left bottom. I don't know if left. it's the way that my office is situated. I picked the bottom right this year. Well, yeah. it's because you read left to right. It was yeah. crazy. Are there markings <laughs> on the top? No. No? Two well, semesters ago when I had your class, the, the, I, I walk in. Say, here's the I, truth. I, I walk in, I pick a card, and he goes, no, 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 no. I've just heard that one three times. Take this one. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then one year, I kept moving a minute. It's the same. So I have to actually pull cards. So by the end of the time, there's like there's two options. The guys are like, what the heck? <laughs> Yep. All right, uh, let's go. With That's kind of helpful for grading, though, because you have something to compare against. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that was better answer than the last one. Yeah, it is. That's true. That's the worst one I've ever heard. Is <laughs> the grade the grade scale like slides as guys take the test? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. they have to go for five minutes, and so I let them suffer at yeah, the end. Right. Do you tell them their grade? No. Okay. They get the grade afterwards, and then they get five minutes of me asking them any questions. But the fun thing is that guys like these two, uh, who I've had as students. When they're really sharp, uh, and this is a Roman thing that we, we Mike and I experienced, but you, you push them as far as you can. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. Ryan Mack, I was breaking him <laughs> down on the most technical. I didn't even know the answer to it. I was like, how does Balthazar use the, the, asym- the, the asymptote, asymptote the, uh, to describe the relationship of Mary and the church? <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what an asymptote is. This is stupid because he Ryan had already crushed the question because he prepares it. and Absolutely. teaches so well. But we had one random class where we were talking, like Balthazar has this weird analogy of how an asymptotic relationship yeah. or something. And we spent like 15 minutes in class just trying to figure out what an asymptote was. And Ryan, being the engineer, was the only one who knew yeah, that. Yeah. School of Minds. <laughs> so he like, I was pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing him. And then uh, he... Yeah, it was amazing. But you want to take them all the way to the break. <laughs> and uh, for these the guys, full it's full 10 tough. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways. But today, we just have some nice questions yeah. here. So Sean, pick a... Pick a well, what about that question? No, this one I'm going to do for all of us at the end. All right. 
I picked the one on the right and on the left. No, you picked center. Pick right in the middle. All right, you want me to read it out loud? Yeah. What was your favorite podcast episode this year? Ah. To record or to listen to? <laughs> oh, yeah, podcast. Any podcast, not even Catholic stuff. <laughs> yeah, Huberman <laughs> on alcohol. <laughs> that was a great podcast. That's a good one. Yeah, Catholic, really Catholic stuff. Am I answering this or am I asking it? You're answering this. Favorite podcast to record? I didn't get that one. <laughs> um, I'll pick two just to chalantly uh, <laughs> encourage our I, audience. I don't think we're using chalant right. Um, Chalant's an arbitrary term anyway. One of my favorite ones was <laughs> the 14er finisher of just you. reflecting on that. Yeah. But we already talked about that. My other favorite one was recording on friendship, um, which I think I did with you, John. On just Aquinas's understanding, definition of friendship, how it plays out, uh, the the communion of goods, sharing life together, which we all experience in different ways, but having friends, right? Aristotle says, uh, if you the true friendship, the true form of virtuous friendship, usually only have it like three to four of those in your whole lifetime, which is just amazing. Um, the true form of friendship. So I enjoyed recording that one, just reflecting on friendships, the companions, uh, which was great. Nice. I remember to low from the year. Can we circle back to that? <laughs> circle back. <laughs> Circling back. Playing board games with Matt Book <laughs> two nights ago, uh, which lasted. Rough. There was like a three-hour viticulture. Hours. <laughs> he was just like, oh, it takes 45 minutes, 45 minutes. It was the new expansion. It took a lot longer. There were seven I got playing. destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> At a certain point in the night, I just got up and walked away. And Brady started playing and actually started doing better. He's just playing for me. It was it's it's like the absolute. Meanwhile, yeah. I was playing uh, euchre for about four hours. Yeah. Well, well, it's one was thing. Euchre with it's one guys. thing to lose, but then it's another thing to be behind, like oh, grossly man. behind for hours. Yeah, we. I I, I just respect I your perseverance. I don't have the intelligence for these games. There's some kind of part of the brain that's missing. I don't know. Hippoc- hippocampus is that? It's is the that? hippocampus. I think I have the a amygdala. dysfunctional hippocampus. Yeah, it's your <laughs> or a prefrontal amygdala. cortex that didn't get fully developed or something. But anyways. you got no patience. You're a robot. I am. What are you? I'm a robot wizard. Robot wizard. <laughs> all right. I would have gotten robot cowboy. We're all cowboys in, We're the, all cowboys. in the companions. So there's no. There's I three think, I think all the companions in St. Paul, the the umbrella. I would say they're gentlemen. They are gentlemen. And we're a bunch of cowboys out here, and you put us together, and it's just a funny, <laughs> funny thing. Uh, well, it's speaking anarchy. of that, the group, I wonder, yeah, the group is of it, friends. Is it of exciting us. for them or annoying for them? I think Like, they would f- you p- please be polite or, like, yeah, <laughs> finally I'm free. <laughs> Huzzah. <laughs> so that episode that Father Sean mentioned was episode 583 from June 2023. You've got a friend in me. Mm. If you want to go back and listen, what are you looking at? You yeah, you are a serious list here. So organized. I've got, the archives. CS, I've got the CSY. I'm channeling my inner robot that I learned from Chris Considine. CSY. Um, the archives S- on, on the YK. website. All right. Uh, real quick. Other, we don't have to talk about I liked about one with highlights. I liked the one with best episodes. Gilbaugh. Oh, that was a fun one. That was fun just to have him around. That's right. The longest one we've ever done, I think. Yes. But very good. this year? I think that was last fall. A year ago? That was 22. 22. That's probably 22. Okay. Well, that was a great episode, though. That's the only one I liked <laughs> in the last ten years. <laughs> do you have any? I'll circle back. <laughs> I liked our Christopher Nolan one a lot. I uh, do too. I don't think our moms really liked that one. Uh, <laughs> well, so my mom came. But I, she's like, I, that was really fun. My mom was like, "You guys don't like that one." I was like, "No, we loved that one. We thought nobody else would like that one." <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say 2023 highlights for me were movie episodes. Yeah, that one, which Barbie. mostly involved you. <laughs> no offense to you two, but yeah. we were just talking about movies a lot this year. So, Catholic stuff you should know. Catholic stuff in art 570 yeah. in March. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Barbie Catholic stuff goes to Barbie Land a couple weeks ago. 
I should listen to that one. Someone else was telling me about that. Yeah, I, I like that one. That was uh, honestly, I was a little bit. Um, I don't want to say hesitant, but like that one, I had a little bit like uh, we got to be on for this because we're touching touchy topics. And then Father Sean and Father uh, John <laughs> the next week had their one about you know how do we uh, kind of process and, and figure out how how to deal with things coming from Rome and how you know the Pope might present things. And those are two really touchy topics. And I think we did a pretty good job. So. A lot of a lot of well really done. kind feedback on both yeah. of those from yeah, people. So. so thanks for Agreed. appreciate you reaching out on that because we were wanted to be respectful. So, yeah. all right, Father Mike, pick a card. Any card. Uh, what was it? Bottom left. This is the seventy-five. I want to be like I want to be like everyone else. <laughs> best book you read this year. I'm just thinking. Yeah, best book you read this year. Oh well, I'm trying to. Let's see. I got to avoid some of the. Um, <laughs> I, I liked this one called Tinkers. Tinkers is a uh, Pulitzer Prize winner, and it's it's got a kind of um, poetic kind of prose. If you can say that is that an oxymoron? <laughs> uh, it's it's got a very florid, florid, fluid, florid. A very fancy, oh, florid, yeah, um, <laughs> detailed, <Yeah>, um, <laughs> kind of prose. And it's a story about a father and a son and a grandson and how um, kind of the best and the worst of us are passed on and the mystery of uh, mm. birth and death. Mm. And it's just a delightful little book. It's readable. It's um, kind of enjoying while you're consuming the whole thing. It's like a good meal that's uh, a delight with every bite and not too long. Um, there was there were a bunch of others though. I read a number of books on my thirty day retreat, and yeah. when you're in that zone and in the quiet, and it's things are more vivid, the colors are more vivid, and when you're reading books, so yeah. I, Tinkers Tinkers is a recommendation. There were a few others that came to mind, but I don't think I would recommend them to <laughs> Catholics and <laughs> Catholic families. <laughs> it's hard to believe your well, thirty day was just six months ago. It feels like it's a long time ago. Right? That was just in June, huh? Yeah. Crazy. I, f- I feel the same way. Yeah. I don't know. Time flies, they say. <laughs> uh, I guess book book recommendations, books you guys read? Um, a couple of fun books I read. One was called The Colorado 14er Disasters, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. which, which was amazing. Why do you do this to yourself? Well, here's the thing. is A lot of it was... Like, that'd be like, you know, <laughs> muggings in ca- Capitol Hill, Denver. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it had to do with uh, search and rescue. And it was just really fascinating to read like how SNR works with like you get the call. Uh, when can they show up? How quickly, um, you know, the, the um, not the airplane, the helicopter, all those different things and how that works. It was really fascinating. Long's Peak has some of the most um, dangerous, you know, routes. And so it has some of the most rescues on it. Anyways, that book was fascinating. Another book did that it, was fascinating. Did it um, scare you into being safe? Or come to mind when you were up there and like, oh. Well, I haven't climbed I a 14 be, I, I read this book like a month ago. I haven't climbed a 14 oh, okay. years since then. Um, but ah, I think it, it's the like... The done its job. Yeah, right. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's scaring me to be safe, I think. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think that's what it is. Yeah, so there you go. 
Um, another book that I really enjoyed from Andy Remstad uh, is called An Island Hell or The Island Hell, which is about this guy in Siberia, uh, these three guys who escaped the Russian gulags uh, all the way to Sweden or Norway, one of the two, uh, to the West. And it's like a prison heist. It was really fascinating, mm. uh, but especially reading like, I don't know if you guys have read um, Gulag Archipelago. I think that's a great book of getting into like, what is the, the gulags? But An Island Hell gets you into, um, it's like 100 pages of like, yeah, what is this? What does it look like? Those are the fiction yeah. books I read. Dude, I you're, light reading, buddy. Light reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to keep it light and happy. This is going to make you cringe, but I took a photo of the books I read this semester. <laughs> That's well, awesome. Because I want to keep track of, I like, you know, mm-hmm. before they go back to the library and stuff. There's an app you can do. You can actually, like, scan the book and oh, it'll really? record it for you. Oh, yeah. that's good so to know. Yeah. The, uh, the days when we used to type in all the footnote information. Yeah, you just got to use the picture, the, the camera app now. Oh, it does man. everything for you. I reread <laughs> Heart of the World in Advent. I try to do that mm-hmm. uh, every few years, and uh, that is just such an incredible book. Um, I would say other favorite, um, Larry Chapp's book. Was uh, yeah, that was real, a good one. Really great uh, confessions of a Catholic worker. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into super into Augusto del Noche, uh, <laughs> right. Age of Secularism. I'm trying to think what else is on there. I read a couple of other theology things that were pretty great. But D. L. Schindler, who passed away about a year ago, his book Heart of the World, Center of the Church, was fantastic, and that came out in the late '90s. But just very prophetic, I think. Um, so, mm-hmm. can you give me one? aspect of the art of cycling oh the art of cycling yeah leonard bought me that book um (laughs) it uh it's a it's a guy who studied philosophy so he's kind of existentialist type thing but he's he's kind of thinking about it in light of the the collapse of his professional cycling career so it's actually a, a, a guy probably about our age reflecting back on the what was driving him uh, and just the the intensity and the the way that it kind of dehumanized him, and then how he worked through it. it was, so it was, it was actually a real beautiful kind of human story. And they're biking along Highway One as he's telling the story. Oh, wow. so it's kind of cool. cool. There's um there's a book that my dad loves called um, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle. It's kind of like that. It sounds like <laughs> yeah, that. very yeah. similar. I being a student. Uh, realize I did not complete a lot of books this year. I read 25 to 75% of a lot of books, and I completed very few, I think. I was reading Del Noche with you. I was reading uh, stuff for class. But the one I just completed, which has kind of been my, my novel read for the last six months, I started in the summer and was reading kind of during break times and stuff, weekends, whatever, was uh, Il Promessi Sp- Spousi, oh, okay. The Betrothed. Finally got through it, actually, this break. So uh, incredible. Um, Who's yeah, that by? Uh, Manzoni. Manzoni. I think so. Uh, we're going to look it up. That's yeah. that medieval yeah. one? Yeah, so it's set. You were uh, telling kind me of, about? Yeah, yeah kind of set into the, the plague in Milan as kind of the, the climactic uh, historical event. But it follows the characters, um, a, a young couple that's, trying to get married and then all of these forces um malevolent or natural forces kind of keep them from being able to be married uh until well just go read the book right (laughs) Um, can i ask are you you've read 25 to 75 percent of all these books are you the type of person to finish those to have ambitions to finish those or is it just like yeah, i know what they are whatever yeah, if it's are you the type that is are yeah. you a, a crane <laughs> <laughs> whatever cowboy crane <laughs> finishes the books uh novels i'll typically go back and finish um 
some of the other kind of more technical books, I read chapter by chapter anyway, and I kind of pick through the index as is. Put so, it on the shelf. To so like A Bride Adorned, I read the first three chapters because that's what was assigned for class. Did I give you all three? Yeah. Oh, I think you gave us the two. Yeah. I did some extra credit. So, hey, oh. Yeah. You've already put my grade. Yeah, in I didn't. I didn't hear that. Uh, <laughs> the book kind of make your list this year, gentlemen. I'll, when we do this next year, I'm sure that it'll be at the top of your memory. Uh, you know, Tamara, Tamara at the uh, at the library. library, she told me that the seminarians will get rid of all their books, and I said, "No, that's well, tragic. No, they'll, yeah. they'll keep some of them. You know, they read them, mark them, and everything." She said, "No, they'll get rid of every book." And I was like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find and we put on my book list a book that no one will want to get rid of. And she'll say, they'll all get rid of it. <laughs> I was like, this is a, you're cold. Is this true? She's seen Seminarians will get rid of the books that That's they're supposed to keep on the shelf. extremely discouraging and will have to be addressed in a vice director's conference. Because <laughs> you hate books? Is that the thing? I haven't gotten rid of it. I keep way too many books. Okay. I've got two bins full of like those big plastic black yellow toppers full of books. Okay. It's a pain in the butt to move. So it's not a challenge. Not for like, me. Like, try to find a book that would interest well, me. Well, <laughs> the challenge for me is more, I look through your reading list and I say, do I really want to buy that one or am I going to get it from the right. library? Right. right. But if I well, buy it, fine, I keep it. whatever. I, I would put a last recommendation out there. I'm reading it now. This is the Tetralogy of Olaf Andusen, which is the, I think, the kind of masculine counterpart to Kristen Lovren's Daughter mm, okay. by Sigrid Unstedt. So this, in is terms your, of, this is your people. In terms of quality of a read? That's amazing. Really? I read 300 pages like this week. I What's, couldn't put it down. Is the name of the book Tetralogy? No, it's called Olaf Andersen. Oh, so it was published between 1925 and 1929. Uh, and then shortly after, there was an English translation called The Master of Hestviken. Oh, so, I've actually heard that. So yeah, yeah. I, that was the original one that I read um, a couple years ago. And then this woman, Tina Ninali or whatever, um, who translated Kristen Larvard's Daughter, just did a translation of the Olaf, Olaf Andersen and restored it back to the original name. So <laughs> highly recommended. Um, great read, especially if you, like, if you like Winstead. Like yep, it's from exactly. the same time era. It's a, the it's same a century era or a dec- uh, generation before. So it's like oh, late yeah. 12, I think it's like 1285 <laughs> right now. Sweet. So I'm going to write that down. Um, this brings us to my favorite question I got from somebody I didn't put on the cards. Mm-hmm. But Jacob's like, this brings us to the third <laughs> of <Yeah>. 12 <laughs> questions I have. Somebody, somebody uh, <laughs> texted me a question. They said, could you ask Father John if he now considers himself a well-read mom? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm, I'm a poorly read mom. Yeah. I do not understand that reference, but That came I'll up in like go. two or three episodes. I, uh, I unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan, and I showed my cards a little too, <laughs> a little too much in twenty. Are you even a mom? I am not. How I'm many not children do you mother? <laughs> not a mom. I'm not well read. I got nothing. I'm a fake. Uh, no shame. No, we don't. I need saw shame your here. stack of books. Um, Father John, pick a pick a. Question. I'll pick the standard twenty seventy five percenter. Did you feel like any saint in particular was close to you this year? Hmm. Oh. That is um, a great question, and I'm, I'm unfortunately just kind of like falling back on some of my favorites, but I mean, a lady felt very close this Advent. Uh, I always feel like John Paul II and Frasati hmm. are just with us while we're climbing and when we're up in the mountains. Uh, in terms of other new saints, though, I'm trying to think. I don't know. We'll circle back. Anybody else? Yeah, you guys have, <laughs> I hope you guys have better options. I feel like you have a devotion to most of the uh, communion of saints in heaven. So I feel like. It's true. A lot of friends. Uh, I think, well, I don't know. I, 
I'll just say Carlo Acutis. Mm. He his relics were put in the cathedral, and there's a big picture, and we're frequently telling people to go, you know, visit the the relic of Carlo Acutis. I think he's he's beatified. Blessed. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and uh, he had devotion to the, the Blessed Sacrament and mm-hmm. Eucharistic miracles. So I think that's why he's sort of being um, promoted there, especially this year. So I would say him. I don't I actually have a real deep devotion to him, but um, it's what comes to mind. So, How about you guys? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> three that come to mind would just be the visionaries of Fatima, going to Fatima this mm-hmm. year with uh, Deacon Jacob and Lourdes. Um, right, Jacinta, Francisco, and Maria, or Lucia Maria. Um, it was really cool to go to the old basilica, and you kind of walk in, and you can venerate the two tombs of uh, Jacinta and Francisco because they died as children, right? And um, I don't know. There's something so powerful uh, with that. But Our Lady as well, I would say, going to Fatima for the first time um, was really powerful. But my, my throwback would always be St. Maximilian Colby, I would say. Nice. Uh, recently, just this month, John Paul II, who's always been a special patron. Um, my grandpa's 100% Polish, so mm. the Polish saint was always kind of my guy. But um, this month specifically, he kind of was was knocking on the door. And so I went and watched the um, the film version, not the made-for-TV. There's two different films that came out shortly after his death, and there's the one with Carrie Ells, and then I can't remember who's old John Paul II. Uh, it's about two and a half hours. I watched that one um, last week right after finals um just what's it called is it called, it's called john, john paul ii okay um and that one i just just seeing his life seeing what he did um always reinvigorates me to engage life grab life um as it is and and face it rather than flee from life or or wish for some sort of utopia that isn't there he kind mm-hmm. of just he received life as it was and loved god through it and knew that heaven was the destination so mm-hmm. he has been he's been close with me uh recently I would say, uh, now that I'm thinking a little more on it, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, I think, kind of rallied this year for me. I think, and I was just teaching, uh, rereading Peeper's Silence of St. Thomas and, kinda, and then a lot of Dante, just kind of diving back into him. Just like yeah. amazing, amazing the, the way that he lived holiness of life. And so. Uh, I've written all of these down and remember most of them, so somebody pick for me. Here you are. <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on any current cult- cultural trends that you noticed this year? Oh, uh, true crime podcasts and TV shows are absolute trash, and we should not be wa- watching <laughs> whoa, them whoa, or whoa. following them. I was about to shout out this guy, <laughs> this <laughs> author that I just met last week. I, this is my personal subjective opinion. I met shout a true out. crimes author uh, who was volunteering to set up the <laughs> Christmas stuff at the cathedral. And we were moving trees and everything, and then he told me he writes books, and um, I, well, good for you kind of thing. And then I mentioned it to John Brooks in the sacristy, and he said, oh, that guy's really famous. (laughs) One of his books was made into a movie. And sure enough, this guy, he's like a law professor at DU and worked for the federal (laughs) government and then writes true true crimes books. But I don't think he's around. I don't know. He he told me that... uh, he said, I was here on Sunday, and I, I liked your speech. That was really good. And he said, I've only heard a, f- a few of those speeches. 
And I was like, what? Oh, he's talking about a homily. Uh, this guy's not Catholic, but I'm glad he's checking it out. I won't name him because you just said true crime is the worst thing <laughs> yeah. that's happening in the world. No, that is, it's, that's a, it's not the worst. I came on quick, strong. That was a quick hot I, take. I, 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 but I kind of feel it too. I'm not into the genre. I don't get why we're fascinated with, well, I get it. We're fascinated with sin, all of us. Yeah. I mean, that's why we can keep sense. We keep sinning. But there's something about this like fixation on how people committed crimes and got away with it or didn't or whatever. It's just... Seems strange to me. I don't. I don't spend time on it. Have okay. you ever heard the name DB Cooper? Nope. Now that's a fascinating one. The only uh, successful skyjacker. So he took uh, a plane and he had like I don't know a million dollars in the back of it, and then he um, uh, parachuted out of it with all the money, and they have no idea where that money is, and they tracked all the money based on the numbers. Uh, it's never been. There's like been very few bills brought into circulation. Hmm. Not enough to know like what happened to it and then there's been no evidence of where he ever went so it's like it's just a, wow. what year was this oh like the 90s i want to say i really don't remember maybe the 80s oh so okay i guess that stuff i could be that, <laughs> can that, we that's are we doing a, we like <laughs> agatha christie is that okay to like her yeah okay. i don't mind like honestly you write a you write a good novel there can be a villainous oh, character I in it right calling that your your favorite trend <laughs> like christie's agatha old. christie's about you know the detective novel the you know uh yep. um I, I i get that but there's something weird in the last two years about the fascination with real life criminals and like aggrandizing them uh, in in film, in podcast, in books, and we're we're so fascinated in their lives, and I just wonder if imitation is uh, around the corner or already here. Um, but nice. That's my. What else take. on um, other social trends? Uh, I'd say um, thumbs up for mullets and mustaches. <laughs> thumbs down for pickleball. Man, yeah, you really don't like that pickleball, do you? No, no. That is a big trend right now, actually. Um, ah, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, this is a great question. I really don't know. One thing that comes to mind that uh, it may not be fascinating to to everyone, but the hermeneutic of skepticism. I feel like everywhere I go, everyone's skeptical of everything. I'm just like conspiracy theories. We never landed uh. on the moon. The earth is flat. DIA is just like holding aliens in the basement. I don't yeah. know. Whatever your other favorite uh, conspiracy theories are. Conspiracy theory and skepticism. The thing about skepticism, I'm prone to this, is it's almost like a, a false intelligence. You seem intel- more intelligent than you are because you're just skeptical of everything. And I don't, it's like, we never get to the place of making yeah. a truth claim on something if we just always remain skeptical. And that's a problem. Why is it that uh, it's always negative, the conspiracy theories? Like this guy, I got a guy who's got FBI shining lasers at his dog's face all the time. Yes. Um, yes. But why isn't it like, I think, I think fairies are living in my couch <laughs> and they sneak chocolate into everybody's food, make life awesome. I so think like Santa Claus is basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, touche. Better not say anymore. If there's kids listening, conspiracy theory. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, I want a big thumb down on basically uh, Gen Z lingo. Like I, I have no idea what the hell is going on anymore. And it. By the time I even hear it, it's it's gone. But so the thought of like, I mean, talk about arbitrary language and like this. These texts I was getting from you and the Bixman kids. I was like, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, cap, everything's, no everything's cap, everything cap, everything's uh, lit. I cannot. So lit. Even that one's old, actually. That yeah. one's been outdated like now. Millennial. I'm telling you, if I say it, let them cook. 
That's just because probably John doesn't have Riz anymore. And he just <laughs> that is true. No Riz. I never had Riz. <laughs> I'm still on cool. <laughs> I think that's from the 70s. Jake's a Rizly bear over here. He has all the Riz. Man. All right. Um, I'm the only one who's talking shallant. How long are we going here? <laughs> How do you yeah, like that? Out. We're, we're at 47 minutes. We should probably, we should probably try and wrap we it up. We still have 18 bit. cards to choose. Um, we don't need to do all three of them. Wait, rapid them. fire? Should we rapid yeah, fire? Yeah, rapid, rapid fire. fire. Here we go. What was the best, most encouraging interaction you had with a listener? <laughs> I would say, golly, I think your name is Juliet. I'm, I'm so bad at remembering your name. I'm sorry. Uh, but she, she recently... <laughs> Wait, what was the question? <laughs> what was your best, most encouraging intro- interaction uh, you had with a listener? Um, so this, this sweet lady, Julia, Julie, <laughs> I'm already watching it, just moved this to Denver rapid fire? Uh, from, <laughs> from like Ohio. And she came up to me after mass and she's like, I love Catholic stuff. You should know. I'm a big fan. So thank you for listening. Thank you for your enthusiasm. <laughs> That's Julie. Uh, what fan. do you think was your greatest success this year? Uh, I said a valid mass <laughs> and forgave a lot of, forgave a lot of sins on behalf of God. Maybe. Um, was there a topic from last year you would like to revisit as a part two or a series? Um, no, but I'd love to do a uh, series or a episode with you, Father Mike, on uh, chastity, especially the, the new book that came out. Um, the oh, Bishop, yeah. Bishop, Bishop Varden. Varden, our, our guy. So look for that one in the near future. Hey, right on. Uh, who was your favorite co-host this year? <laughs> I, wrote, I, was I just, added this one. I was just looking at who were our co-hosts this year. Uh, looks like we had Joe McGill on. Mm. Oh, that's right. I didn't, yeah, even, I didn't even remember that. Uh, Larry Chap, uh, we didn't have on because he didn't come, right? <laughs> we but just talked about it. <laughs> my, my favorite one was the one we just did with uh, Father Joseph Fessio Fessio. that I did with him. Uh, that was just like, just like yeah. a, a, it was a trip into the world of the giants of the 20th century yeah. that, that he knew. And it was just like, and he's he's got this kind of like, he's a wild man. I mean, he's Italian to the core. But he's also got this like kind of gentleness, paternal gentleness, and I just like I don't know. Really, it was really good to be with him. Yeah, what came along with this question too is uh, just kind of a positive affirmation of like bridging out and having some guest co-hosts on, uh, kind of bringing in different perspectives. Yeah, so. people like that. Yeah, at least the uh, the handful. <laughs> the handful. <laughs> yeah, I get another one. What do you think were common topics throughout the year's episode? This year's episodes, I would say, common topics were mountaineering and Mariology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's all recycled, as Greg Peterson once told me. <laughs> I, I one time he goes, "What are you guys podcasting?" And I said, "Anima Tucking Kuvakua," and he goes, "Haven't you done that like five times?" <laughs> and then he walked away. And I was like, "Yep, that's basically yeah. true." You have another one? Oh, uh, another question. Um, did you fail at anything this year? If so, what did you learn you got from the it? personal ones? Yeah. Uh, I, well, if you guys have answers, I'll have to think about it. Um, I, I thought that I could learn Greek while doing everything else, like re or study deeper Greek while doing everything else with school. And I made it about two and a half weeks of trying to keep up with that and then crashed and burned. I'm going to go for it again. But, uh, yeah, sometimes you start something and it can't finish. Same thing with swimming. I swam three days a week for two months and then just fell off the cliff and haven't swam since. <laughs> well, I, similarly then, I started down the road of writing a book or two books actually and i don't think i would call it a failure because i'm still working on it so it's not like you know it it ended but i think i my expectations and uh, my goals were something related to having 
making certain amount of progress mm. and sitting down and writing every day or something like that. So that didn't happen. I think it's um, be detached, you know. I don't think the lesson was like organize my life better. I kind of am tempted to that, but is more just like, you know, sometimes books take a long time. Yeah. People, you know, good professional authors take 10 years to write a book. So mm. I can be patient. Yeah. I think the lesson I learned was um, I kind of want the flash in the pan, everything to be, I want to learn it right now or I want to be, you know, an Olympic swimmer tomorrow. Um, but just with everything in life, it's kind of like you actually have to build little habits within your yeah. day and it's actually every day and this is kind of like John Paul too uh, was has been inspiring me every day is just waking up and facing the world that you have um, and bringing structure and beauty and culture and love into that world uh, every day and that like little battle with each of us um, in little things whether it's I'm gonna do 15 minutes of Greek I'm gonna wake up a little bit earlier to work out or whatever it is um, those are the little battles and to go from zero to like the most impressive person you could think of Phelps super super <laughs> difficult but becoming the person who just builds these habits um that's more important so I thought I could build a gym and raise nine and a half million dollars in six months <laughs> and it turns out neither of those have happened yet so but you're on the but road you're still kicking still kicking we're going we're charging into 2024 <clears throat> I think the lesson for me always is uh um just know it's just the hard work of brutal self-honesty of like, wow, mm. I have an inordinate attachment to responsibility, mm. which I always thought, oh, that's a great, a great gift. And it's like, no, but it also makes me crazy and anxious as well. Mm. It's like, it's actually not really my responsibility. I'm not the rector of the seminary. He's not even asking me to raise all the money, but I put it on myself. So mm. I hope that looks different. I hope so. You get older. <laughs> you run out of energy, you get older. Yeah, that helps too. We turned 40 this year. We didn't even talk about that as a highlight. Turning 40, is that a low point of the year? <laughs> hey, yeah, I guess it's not. <laughs> we turned Not 40. terribly significant. We did yeah. turn 40. That, I, don't, I guess maybe I would, I would describe that as a high point in terms of like a lot of people got in touch and just said, hey, love you. Um, hmm. Had great times. Old friends reach out. So um, that was cool. Yeah, I was just talking to a friend. Um, She'd actually emailed the podcast because she had me on from college. Hadn't talked to her since probably 2014. Um, so I reached out to her and we were, we were chatting. And it was just fun to be like, I think, you know, you leave college or whatever. You're young and you haven't really had a lot of time in your life. But a decade later, I can actually really appreciate the, the delights of uh, reconnecting with an old friend because it's actually an old friend um, as opposed to like, mm. oh, it's been six months. Yeah. All right, speaking of your mm -hmm. 40th birthday, Mike, um, I got my nephews uh, for Christmas. They each got a certificate that said yes. one I adventure adventure day of your choice <laughs> wow. with Zio Geo, which is the, the, what they call me. And Morgan Rogers did it, so they had like mountains and biking, and so it's like and, a make a wish. And thing. Micah comes right up to me and he goes. We're going to Hibachi. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, you've been in the city too long. Dude, that's a kid who knows what he wants. Yeah, and I was Dude, like, no, no, like, let's go climb a mountain or something. Oh, okay, and then can we go to Hibachi? Yeah, then we'll go to Hibachi. <laughs> yeah. See that fire? All right, well, uh, that's all for the questions. I've got one question to wrap up at the very end. But Father Sean, we're uh, changing up, not our format, but our uh, our schedule of recording. You want to? Yeah, I don't think this will affect the listeners too much. It's mostly just to help us get organized and um, that way we're more consistent with one recording partner or whatever we call each other, <laughs> co-host, a uh, host. Um, and so uh, like I'll be with Father John for the first four months. 
uh, bi-weekly and then Mike and Jacob will be together for uh, the first four months bi-weekly and then we'll rotate and then rotate again. So it'll be three months at a, or four months at a time with each guy. Yeah. Um, and we did talk a couple of times about like maybe being able to string some series together, mm-hmm, um, kind which of part one, part two. And so I'm hopeful to be able to kind of do back to back episodes. So they're not, you know, stretching into the hour 15, hour 30, but we can actually do kind of part one, part two with the yeah. same. Or so, yeah, a so series of the same topic. So yeah. if, you know, you wanted to do seven sacraments, you can do one at a time over the course of so long or yep. however it works, but we are alternating weeks. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yep. So it's not like you're going to hear four months of one <laughs> right. crew and then, yeah. Yeah, it'll be you'll back, hear all back of us. Back. You'll hear all of us every two, twice a month. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then three, I think we divide the year into threes, right? Correct. So we're yeah. going to re- be together, but just more like for a season. I think yeah. it's going to work well. Yeah. And if uh, if there's stuff you want to hear from us about or topics you think would be good, uh, feel free send the email, reach out. Um, I personally don't like to be uh, asked for my hot take on an immediate uh, active situation. I will always pause and wait and see uh, what kind of shakes out. Um, I don't. What think, are you talking about? <laughs> huh? No, no, like, like a shooter. <laughs> no, uh, like a tornado. No, like, yeah, he, he used bi- bi- active bishop. Yeah, so of- bishop so and so just said this. What do you think? Pope oh, Francis I see. just released oh, this. Just, what yeah. do you think? Yeah, okay. Um, it's like, like the week of. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna church I'm not gossip. Gonna or like political this, gossip. This person uh, was accused of this. What do you think? I I like, I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna pause a little bit so um for me i i'd like to address those things but i don't like to address them immediately and i also don't think that we should be just going to another person be it us on this podcast or another podcast and trying to figure out what we think i think Mm -hmm. we should actually think about them and ponder them rather than and what's my what's my speaking point what's my not just your taste like it's it's wise to step back if there's something that gets you excited step back think about it for a while i mean it's part part of our issue with the church and in contemporary society is everybody first thing they think they tweet about it you know and everybody gets all anxious so recently we had one of these papal documents um that came out and everyone just uh got all up in arms because they're uh, they're operating out of their immediate reaction so I think that's just wise. Yeah. And I, I'm with you, man. You that's better another, listen uh, to Father Sean and Father John if you want the hot takes. <laughs> on, hot takes. On contemporary right. active Mountaineering and Mariology. <laughs> Mountaineering Mariology hot takes. Anytime. We will comment on every Colorado 14er disaster in the year 2024 immediately. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I, I do want, uh, just to close this out, this will be the last thing. Um, the This question was a, a lay person usually has career, personal, relationship goals kind of going into the new year um, or kind of a new phase of life. To guide their year, how does a priest or a religious do similarly considering that you also have the promise of obedience? Hmm. Yeah, I think we should always make personal goals. I think career goals for us might be a little different, but maybe career goals in the sense of like, um, like the two of you as seminary professors, like I want to read these books, I want to maybe study this area. For me, it's similar uh, having those academic or intellectual pursuits, but then uh, like pastorally, like I would love, um, like right now I'm teaching RCA, which has been super fun. I'd love to sharpen some of those skills a little bit more uh, and grow in those areas. But goals are always helpful in the concrete. I have yet to set my goals for 2024 yet. You have one more day until you can <laughs> make true. your New Year's, re- you can resolve 
I uh, I think yeah, writing projects come to mind for me as the as the thing of like, and like you said, Mike earlier, it just it takes time. But mm-hmm. I've got some got some really interesting people that I've gotten introduced to, and just kind of projects and ideas. Uh, so I look forward to diving into Dante and and into Unstead and and doing some writing on on them. So yeah, that's that's the only kind of goals in terms of career mm-hmm. type thing. Because it has to be tethered to our our specific mission that we've been given by the bishop. Yep. Because there's almost something freeing of uh, you're given your principal objectives yeah. by where the bishop has sent you. And so that that's your sort, and you just kind of reference back to that, and that can be your examine. And then on top of that, what do you do and how do you? Yeah, that's I, what I'm going to preach about tonight, actually, is like, Holy family, what makes the Holy family holy? But then what are your resolutions to make your family holy in 2024? I think I have gone through an era of trying to achieve things and set kind of goals that will um, produce things. So, you know, academic stuff, teaching, um, programs in the parish, uh, all kinds of these kinds of goals. I'm coming around a corner. Maybe it's the 40 thing. Maybe it's just I think the circumstances of my life where – Getting to know the people is like my goal, but I'm not going to say like, okay, I need to find five names of my <laughs> parishioners, da, 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 da. but it's just try to remind myself regularly that I'm, I want to um, foster friendship and, mm-hmm. and community. And um, so maybe that would be like, you know, for the lay, lay person, um, actually while doing the job, kind of stepping back and, and focusing on the family. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that's the right analogy, but and I don't know how that relates to obedience, except to see that my obedience to the church and to its leadership is qualitative as well as quantitative. It's not just which assignment am I doing. It's just, it's kind of like, do I care? How much do I care? Good. Well, thank you guys. Uh, this has been fun. It's been good. Nice job, Matt. It's like the most most organized podcast I think we've ever had. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Strange is coming from me. Yeah. A lot of Um, sticky notes here. (laughs) Uh, Any shout outs as we go? Well, I'm just proud of you guys. I love this podcast. I'm happy for everybody who listens and um, grateful to God for the opportunity to serve this way. Um, I love the Catholic Church. I love all things Catholic. Love Jesus. Love God, the Father. Love the Holy Spirit. Love. Our Lady. I love St. Francis and St. Clair. I'm trying to get Sean to smile here. You took my shout out. I was going to shout out the whole world. That was my shout out. <laughs> the communion of saints. Maybe I'll shout out um, Hannah, my sister Hannah, and her husband D- David, and uh, Sophie and Emma, who I went to the zoo with this morning, and uh, delighted together in the, especially the drafts and Sophie was fearless around a snake. So maybe it's not instinctual. Maybe it's learned. Because hmm. she was just like reacted to the snake the same way as anything else. Oh, hey, that's a snake. <laughs> that's sweet. I don't like snakes. <laughs> uh, I would like to. <laughs> I like it. If you'd like to send a snake to Father Sean, you can. Uh, I would like to shout out Clay and Sarah Thompson. Hey. I have a returned envelope from you sitting on my desk right here. Thomason. Thomason, is that how you say that? Yeah, why don't you send us our, your correct address? <laughs> oh, that's actually my fault. They're on my list, so I'll get that to them. You're yeah. just going to 
hold these and shout yeah, there's out. A all stack the of oh, the, there's a stack uh, of about a hundred hundred envelopes there that we sent Christmas to cards to, but to people who don't live there anymore. Yeah, that's true. Whoops. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Uh, shout out to uh, Nick, Mary, and uh, Jonathan, and Katie. Katie okay. Pellucci was one of the, the helpers with getting some of these questions on. So The helper, uh, Katie. Yeah, shout out to her. Katie. She does so much for us. Thank you, Katie. Podcast does, yeah. Merry Christmas Bye. and Happy New Year, Katie. I uh, I don't have any on my list here. I just did a wedding uh, who yesterday, so shout them out. They listen to the podcast. Travis and Megan Downen did their wedding at uh, our old stomping grounds, St. Francis Cabrini. Tyler nice. Tracy up there playing guitar. Hey, awesome. uh, and, uh, the original so man. He is the OG. What about this uh, this family who you um, sneak into banks with? The Ocean's Eleven. Oh yeah, the Ocean's. Yeah, we had Ocean's Night last night. <laughs> 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 yeah, Molly and Weston Kishnick. Shout out, great friends of ours. I think that's it for me. God bless you all. Have a great new year, and we'll see you soon. Happy anniversary, boys. Cheers. Hey, cheers. Cheers. Clink, clink. (laughs) (laughs) What?